seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this Welcome to Demetria Reads, where I have fun putting my voice to the written word to entertain you, inform you, and empower you. My name is Demetria Bridges, and I'm a Beantown girl who loves the power of her blueprint sound. And on this podcast, I narrate blogs, articles, poems, novel excerpts, anything that arrests my attention and moves me to pull out my vocal palette and start to paint. I'd love for you to subscribe, write a review, and of course, spread the word. Okay, let's get to today's inspiration. And let's keep it going with this wonderful short story series. Here's part five. The Other Kind of Coffee, part five, by Stephen M. Tomic. Fifteen years earlier. How do you like the coffee? I'm not sure it's my cup of tea, Janet said. It was only her third day on the job. Michael Whitlock in sales made it a point to invite her to the break room for a cup and a chat. So, are you liking it here so far? Oh, it's not so bad, she said, looking around the room. Everything looked brand new, or at least recently renovated. The offices still stank of fresh paint. The bright blue carpet was crisp and clean. A verdant green ficus soaked in sunlight in its oversized pot in the corner. The coffee maker gleamed. A vending machine was filled with junk food and chewing gum. Everyone has been really nice so far. That's good. When Michael spoke, Janet imagined the color of honey. She found herself almost instantly smitten in spite of herself, though she couldn't decide if it was because of his sexy voice or due to the fact that he was the first person who had spoken to her at work that didn't want something in return. Have you worked here long? Michael scratched at his temple, thinking about it. Um, it'll be two years in October. I swear, it becomes so easy to lose track of time. I know what you mean. It seems like yesterday that I graduated, but then I realized I've been out of school already for almost five years. You from around these parts? Not originally, no, but my husband is. Same here, Michael said. His facial expression shifted, eyes growing huge. Except, I mean, my wife, not husband. Janet laughed, a fizzy concoction. She quickly caught herself and put her hand to her mouth as if she'd burped instead. Michael smiled and turned, a big toothy grin between a well-groomed goatee. What does your wife do? She's a freelance illustrator, children's books mostly. And your husband? He's in the Air Force, first lieutenant, currently stationed overseas. I see. Michael finished his coffee and tossed the cup in the trash. Janet forced down the little last bit of hers and did the same. Well, I gotta say, Michael continued, it's a pleasure having you here, Janet. Welcome aboard. Thanks, she said with a shy smile. They shook hands and returned to their respective offices. A few months later, Janet found herself working late. She had a Monday deadline for three separate contracts and wanted to have a stress-free weekend with wine and a good movie. The house she and her husband rented needed the grass cut, the gutters emptied, plus a thousand other little things that had to be done, but those could wait for another day. Halloween was just around the corner. Janet had celebrated her 28th birthday alone, but she was determined to socialize more and go to the company party planned for next Friday. She'd made a few friends among her colleagues like Deb and IT, who was a hoot. The cleaning ladies passed by, 
mopping the floors, emptying the trash, and spraying disinfectant on everything else. Then they too were gone, and the hallway lights were turned off. Outside, it was already dark. Janet hit save on her files, then print. She proofread each page for any mistakes, then made her way to the copy machine room. She fed the papers into the top loader, verified the settings were correct, then hit the green button. The photocopier thundered to life. Janet crossed her arms and waited. This would take some time. She debated getting a coffee, but knew the caffeine would keep her awake long after she'd tried to go to bed. So, no coffee. She examined her nails, which were bitten down to the flesh and uncolored. Every time she tried to let them grow, some weakness or excuse prevailed. She promised herself again that she would try to do better. Hello there, beautiful. Janet jumped at the sudden intrusion. She put her hand to her heart and laughed nervously. The senior account manager, Richard J. Fleming, hung against the door frame like a gecko. He was impeccably dressed, as usual, with a periwinkle blue power tie clipped to his shirt. Janet saw him several times a day and had quickly learned to adapt to his casual, sexist remarks in meetings and conference calls. This time, she supposed, would be no different. Mr. Fleming, Janet lowered her head and forced a smile. I'm surprised to see you here this late. Please, call me Rick. He checked the time on his watch. I could say the same for you. It's quarter past seven. Don't you have any place better to be than this dump? Not really, she conceded, shuffling the papers in her hand to keep from fidgeting, just trying to wrap up a few things before I head home. Husband waiting and all that? Fleming raised an eyebrow. The lacquered shell of blonde hair combed straight back didn't budge. Don't want to keep your man waiting for dinner. Yes, of course. Janet remembered the lessons her mother had told. Still... Fleming said, leaning forward with an unctuous, bleached smile. She could smell the cigarettes and whiskey on his breath. He might not mind you being late, if it meant you were here with me. Getting work done, of course. He winked and picked up his briefcase by his feet. I trust you're coming to the Halloween party next week, yes? Janet nodded an affirmative. She held the dossier of papers close to her chest. She adjusted the tortoise-shell glasses on the bridge of her nose and didn't breathe until several moments after Fleming said, See you Monday. His shadow soon disappeared, but the click-clock of his shoes made his presence felt long after his departure. Janet stuffed the copies into their respective folders and carried them back to her desk. She sat in her chair, tissue in hand, waiting for tears, but they didn't fall. Some minutes later, she shut down her computer and gathered her things into her bag. She threw on her coat, then turned off the lights. With a deep breath, she stepped out into the cold, starless night. I hope you enjoyed today's selection, and I hope to read to you again. I'll be reading a few times a week and would love to hear your thoughts. So leave your blueprints down via a review and I'll catch up with you next time on Demetria Reads.